Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Five minutes after five o'clock on a Wednesday morning. Come on in, everybody. It's fabulous farm babe Pam Yonke. Here we are, the 18th day of September, and we've got heat like it was August. Partly sunny today, warm and sticky. 81 are expected high winds today out of the south, about 8 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, cloudy skies. We could see an overnight thunderstorm down to around 64. More on the way tomorrow, humidity and heat. 80 the high tomorrow. Again, it looks like some scattered showers or thunderstorm may be possible. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist has weather details in about 15 minutes. Also up before 6 o'clock, down at the State House, several different bills pending trying to help Wisconsin agriculture. We'll talk with Senator Howard Markline. He is the chair of the Senate Agriculture Committee about that before 6. Celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's a grassroots organization of people just like you and me who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau can also qualify you for a number of money-saving member benefits that include discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. Become a member today at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. When their employees live where you live, that's Wisconsin Strong. When they support the local community by giving back, that's Wisconsin Strong. When your insurance premiums stay here, that's keeping Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual has been voted one of the top 50 insurance companies in the nation for auto, home, business, and farm insurance for the 10th year in a row. Their local agents and local employees make us Wisconsin Strong. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. You need corn hybrids with genetics and traits bred and tested in local conditions. I'm Shannon Latham. That's what you get from family-owned, proudly independent Latham High Tech Seeds. Numbers developed for your fields. New Star 4795 VT Double Pro Rib features great disease tolerance. Five-time first test winner 5245 VT Double Pro Rib is a Goss Boss. And 5739 Smart Stacks Rib is a widely adapted Gladiator Hybrid. Pick the best field-by-field at LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. When it comes to farm safety, all I need to do is look down at a couple of scars on my body. They're not terrible scars, but they're scars nonetheless created by, well, not paying attention on the farm. This is Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn. And, Josh, it's Farm Safety Week. We need to pay attention to things out there as we get into the fall harvest. Yeah, we certainly do, Scott. Josh Scramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And as you said, this week is special as it is a week dedicated to the safety and well-being of America's farmers. I sat down with Cheryl Skolas. She is the UW Extension Ag Safety Expert. Don't get me wrong. She is the expert of experts in her field. But that comes with the territory when you've been focusing on ag safety since 1990. I was just talking with somebody how over the course of 29 years, the changes that you know, you've seen in agriculture and then how it relates to the changes in the type of injuries and illnesses we've seen on our farms. Oh, I'm sure. And I thought you were the perfect person for this week because, as I said, National Farm Safety and Health Week 
Uh, it started on the 15th. It runs all the way through the 21st. So each day has a daily theme of what the focus is on that particular day. So I thought maybe it would be good if we just kind of touched on some of these themes. So to kick off the week, uh, it was tractor safety and rural roadway safety. This was something we had a discussion about a few uh, months ago, I think May, if I recall correctly, you've kind of been on the forefront of this. What are the things that you're seeing when it comes to tractor safety? Tractor safety has been one of those standard um, since we started talking about farm safety in 1944 here in Wisconsin. It's still a common, you know, piece of farm equipment out there and even for other rural property owners. Mm-hmm. So those tractor safety, you know, it still comes down to those tractor overturns, those rollovers. And, you know, in today's modern tractor, remembering that they have those rollover protective structures and seat belts for a reason. They're a key safety feature and you should be wearing them. And something that we were talking about before we started the interview was a lot of times it's not even the tractor itself. It's the other motorists on the road. So what do other motorists need to know? Because a lot of times they just see it as, well, I'm stuck behind a tractor and I'm not going anywhere fast. But it's so much more than that. You know, Especially now as we get into the harvest season this fall, you know, if you're that motor vehicle, that motorist out behind that farm tractor, increasingly we're seeing, you know, a greater number of motor vehicle farm equipment crashes. One of the big differences gets to be speed. And if you're off on our town or our county roads, you know, and at 55 miles an hour, our closure time is just about seven seconds if we got a tractor at about 20 miles an hour. So, you know, you really need to be, you know, helping out and sharing this road with our farm tractors because if you come up upon them, the rear end collisions are increasing. Um, It's also a matter of, you know, taking time and waiting before you pass. Wisconsin changed the law a couple years ago that it's now illegal to pass a piece of farm equipment in a no passing zone. And it's it's pretty common in those no passing zones mm-hmm. that that motorist will you know think I'm going to get around here, and you know that's illegal. They're a no passing zone for a reason, and oftentimes what happens is the motorist may misjudge the width of that equipment, the speed and the swing of that equipment on the road because in that no passing zone may be a curve, it can be a hill. And that tractor operator with that piece of machinery needs to to change its road position. So just a few added seconds to your day will make a huge difference for those operators that are out there trying to get the harvest done with those tractors and other farm machinery. Yeah, of course. And, I mean, you see it all the time. You see people passing. So remember, that is illegal. You should not be doing that. Uh, kind of changing gears Another topic for this uh, National Farm Safety and Health Week is suicide prevention. So, you know, we were speaking about it just uh, recently, and a lot of it is the stress. So, you know, with stress and especially, you know, with the harvest season, and we know that injuries increase when it's long hours, fatigue, just overall stress that, you know, we see further injuries out there in in our harvest season. This year, because of some of the low farm commodity prices, you know, Mother Nature hasn't been kind from last fall to this spring with some of the weather. Um, We're seeing individuals that are starting the harvest season even more stressed. So, you know, the ag community and others are concerned about just that overall mental health 
And that, you know, also brings in the suicide prevention um, messages and, and just watching out for each other in the community. If you, you see some of those signs of somebody being too stressed out there and, and helping get them to some some care. And to add on to that, before we move to the next topic, it's also worth noting that September is actually National Suicide Prevention Month. So kind of double layering the awareness right there. September is a big month for different types <laughs> there, of messages. It's National Preparedness Month. It's National Suicide Month. It brings in National Farm Safety Week. And and for those in, in agriculture with the harvest season, there's a lot of different messaging that happens. Of course. Talking with Cheryl Scolas right now, another topic for this week is safety and health for youth. And when I was looking at this, I was like, okay, well, I mean, does that mean age-appropriate tasks, which I'm sure it does. But then there was another thing that you brought to my attention that I didn't really think about for kids that may not always be around farms but have the potential to be by a farm. The other weekend, I taught on a Friday at the Chippewa Valley Farm City Day. So I had the the refresher course in 550 fourth graders. (laughs) And, you know, at that age, they're young, they're active, and coming out to a farm – you know, we have that greater percentage of our population that aren't farm kids, mm-hmm. but yet they're coming to visit a friend or they might be a relative of yours and they have no idea about the dangers of the farm. It's just places we can climb, things we can try. So, you know, if you're going out to visit somebody at a farm, being sure, you know, to have those adult conversations of, you know, okay, where are the appropriate play areas? Uh, you know, if they're asking questions like, is it okay for your child to have a ride on the tractor, a ride on the ATV, you know, knowing what some of those opportunities that may be presented to your child while they're there visiting, but yet also helping them learn about, you know, there are some dangerous places and you need to to follow the rules of that farm that you're on. Our agritourism farms, so a lot of you may be going out to get pumpkins and apples, you know, they're set with risk management programs to help, you know, create your experience out there. So a little bit different than just coming to visit that that family or friend's farm. What exactly does it mean when we talk about safety and health for women? We talk about youth, but when it comes to women, what are some of the things that you're noticing? You know, one of the things that we're seeing in agriculture is an increase in women operators out there, whether they're, you know, starting a new business adventure and, you know, one of the advantages of the the mechanization of agriculture is that we now can, you know, takes less physical labor. But, you know, for those women operators, it is also looking at some of the the ergonomics of the tools that we're using, some of the sizes of the load. Um, Some of them are coming into agriculture without a lot of experience in agriculture and machinery. So helping them find, you know, a tractor safety program, how to operate a skid steer, you know, identifying a good mechanic in the area to learn some of those those basic skills. There's also, you know, our standard, you know, health um, kind of concerns, you know, women working, you might be exposed to some pharmaceuticals that could have some some concerns so being sure you're reading the the labels and for a lot of them you know it's it's balancing a pretty pretty complex job at the same time raising that family so you know women's health concerns um a lot more of those um we get to see looking at you know talking about 
picking the equipment, doing the job safely for, you know, preventing those musculoskeletal injuries. It's National Farm Safety and Health Week. It's Josh Scramlin talking with Cheryl Scullis. She is the Senior Outreach Specialist with the UW Center for Ag Safety and Health. Cheryl, I know that you guys have got resources for people that are maybe looking for a little bit of a helping hand, and you've got them all in one place. What is that place? So um, our website is fyi.extension.wisc.edu backslash ag safety. <laughs> and even if you just get to the fyi.extension.wisc.edu um, or, you know, even contacting your local extension office um, can help you get to those resources. Okay. Yeah. And we'll make sure to uh, post those on our website. That is midwestfarmreport.com. And on our Facebook page, that is Fabulous Farm Babe. So uh, we will... Make sure to put those up so everybody can find those. Cheryl, thanks so much. Thank you. Glad to to be able to have the opportunity to talk safety with you. Couldn't have said it better myself. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Josh Scramlin. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. In baseball... These are the moments that bring us to our feet. But the most important moment happens when we all stand together. United for a great cause. We once again join our partners Stand Up to Cancer in reaffirming a commitment to the fight against cancer. Since 2008, Major League Baseball, its fans, players, and coaches have delivered a powerful, determined message that we, together, will defeat cancer. I'm Matt Damon. I'm Candace Patton. Joe Manganiello. Jordana Brewster. Zachary Levi. I'm Uzo Aduba. Cancer has in some way touched all of us. So join Major League Baseball and stand up to cancer as we stand in honor of all loved ones affected by this disease. Visit standuptocancer.org slash MLB. Stand up with us. The Crystal Grand Music Theater. It's the best seat. Feel the energy. Up close and personal. Always enjoyable. Always memorable. Music, variety, comedy, and events. Online at crystalgram.com. The Crystal Grand Music Theater. Joy seat. It's the best seat. You need corn hybrids with genetics and traits bred and tested in local conditions. I'm Shannon Latham. That's what you get from family-owned, proudly independent Latham high-tech seeds. Numbers developed for your fields. New Star 4795 VT Double Pro Rib features great disease tolerance. Five-time first test winner 5245 VT Double Pro Rib is a Goss Boss. And 5739 Smart Stacks Rib is a widely adapted gladiator hybrid. Pick the best field-by-field at LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. Spreading farm information and occasionally manure. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. All righty, 519 now as we get rolling on a Wednesday morning. Let's find out what's coming our way weather-wise. Stu Monk, Ag Meteorologist, joining us live via Skype. Boy, buddy, I'll tell you, the heat is actually a little bit of a surprise for this time in September. Is this kind of on average or are we above average for this time of the month? Pam, we are above normal, so that heat and humidity making it seem a lot more like August, if you will, are normals. Madison at 71, La Crosse at 72, 
The nighttime lows, 49 at Madison, 51 at La Crosse. So yesterday, upper 70s at Madison, mid-80s at La Crosse, well above normal, anywhere from 10 to nearly 15 degrees above normal. That's why it seems so warm. And after the rain we've seen, of course, the humidity on the high side, all in all, though, still very fine as far as weather that helps crops mature. That's exactly what we've needed to see. Well, it stays warm today, but we have to talk of low pressure still pushing northeast up into Canada. A warm front's been brought up into Wisconsin, and that's why I expect some very warm air again today. And in western Wisconsin, near La Crosse or Mauston, there's a small chance there could be a shower or storm, possibly building in by late this afternoon. A little more likely statewide, developing overnight or lasting into the day Thursday. Not that there'll be a whole lot of rain. Western and central Wisconsin could see some quarter to near half inch amounts. Elsewhere, I expect the rain to stay a whole lot on the lighter side. But that warm front moves through, low pressure passes off to our north, and a weak cool front does approach the state. And that's why, again, a bit later Thursday night or into Friday, there'll be another slight chance of rainfall, especially just a very slight chance in the south, maybe a trace amount to a couple of tenths of an inch in central Wisconsin. Not a lot of rain, but a couple of chances that front kind of holds stationary finally will be drawn into and through the state over the weekend. A bit more likely to see showers or storms Saturday and Saturday night with some rain lingering to Sunday. And there again could be measurable rains, you know, upwards of a quarter or half inch at that time, a little more with some thunderstorms, a little more wet and cooling a bit. In fact, as we make our way towards Sunday and next week, we drop back to more normal levels, low 70s, even upper 60s. That cooler air is going to return. I'll check the forecast right after this. World-class research and education is drawing even more students to the UW School of Veterinary Medicine on the UW-Madison campus. Did you know that that school trained more than 50% of the veterinarians now practicing in the state? And that includes new graduate Tyler Mack, a Pennsylvania native that found his way to the UW School of Veterinary Medicine. When I applied, there was around 30 veterinary schools. But for the University of Wisconsin itself, for example, there was, I believe... Uh, 1,000 or 1,200 applicants for 80 spots. Congratulations, Tyler Mack, new graduate from the UW School of Veterinary Medicine, practicing right here in the state. But remember, the school is out of space. It has not significantly grown since it opened in 1983. The goal is to raise about 30% of the entire project's cost, and you can help. Write a letter, make a phone call, send an email. Find out details on how you can support the expansion at the UW School of Veterinary Medicine online. Animals need heroes too. TOO.com. I expect we'll enjoy a fair amount of sun today. Partly sunny skies develop in the west and central part of the state. A slight chance of a late-day shower or storm in the west. Temps in the low to mid-80s, probably 86 at La Crosse again. South winds about 5 to 10. Now skies will become mostly cloudy overnight. Showers or a few storms, quarter to half inch amounts in central Wisconsin. Mid-60s, south winds at 5 to 10. Could be a morning shower or storm in the south, otherwise mostly cloudy. A few more breaks in the clouds, low to mid-80s again, south winds at 5, and by Friday, partly sunny, a slight chance of a shower or a storm may develop Wednesday night.
tonight in the west already. We'll be back into the lower mid-80s on Friday with the south winds at 5. A little more likely to see some rain chance developing Saturday, but upper 70s and low 80s for temps. Still very mild starting the weekend, dropping back toward those low 70s as we head towards Sunday and Monday, back to normal and a bit below. So Pam, take advantage of it. Enjoy the warmth. It will change as we head to next week. Interesting. All right, Stu, thank you for that. Stu Mocker, Ag Meteorologist with Weather Details. It's coming up on 525. After the bottom of the hour, we're going to be talking with Senator Howard Markline. He is the chair of the Senate Agriculture Committee. They're making efforts down at the State House to try to put policy in place to give all Wisconsin farmers just a little bit of extra assistance in these challenging times. What does that assistance look like? What is the likelihood that it's going to get support down at the State House? He'll bring us those details after 5. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Are you fairly fit but would love a little edge up? Are you entering middle age with a slowing metabolism and weak core? MSculpt may be your answer. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie is proud to be one of the first clinics in the area to offer this new muscle-building technology called MSculpt. It's approved for building and toning abs, arms, butt, thighs, and calves. MSculpt works. One 30-minute treatment can be equivalent to 20,000 crunches or 20,000 squats. It's safe, effective, and painless with virtually no downtime. Sound too good to be true? Visit Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie to learn more. Let your natural beauty shine through. View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Silver and gold shining forever. Diamonds and other exotic gemstones, some mined right here in the United States. Great prices, a helpful staff. Where can you find all of this? I'm telling you, Goodman's Jewelers. They've been in business for 85 years because they know how to treat their customers right. They've been a part of a lot of love stories in those 85 years, from engagement rings to wedding bands to necklaces, brooches. They even have officially licensed NCAA Bucky Badger UW Jewelry. And if you've got a graduate who's maybe heading to UW, you may want to stop by Goodman's Jewelers to pick up that perfect gift. And they've got a gift for every occasion and someone to guide you along the way. Back in the day when I used to hear jewelry store, I thought there's nothing in there that I can afford. Stop in and talk to John and his staff and find out just how wrong we are. They've got some beautiful pieces at all price points. Their website, Goodman'sJewelers.com. Their location, 220 State Street. Same spot for those 85 years. Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed... 
We mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Another radio ride idea from Madison Auto Trim. You would love your very own personal magic wand, where one wave and your world would change in an instant. It's the same feeling with a remote starter from Madison Auto Trim and Accessories. Start, warm, or cool your car. Have yours installed starting at just $3.99. Madison Auto Trim and Accessories. Affordable luxury you deserve to have. Improve what you already got and rig your ride with Madison Auto Trim. It's 3 a.m. Your home is freezing. No, it's not your furnace. It's your empty propane tank that your provider forgot to fill. Don't let this become your reality. Contact the propane experts at Insight FS. Ask them about their tank monitoring program that gives you 24-7 access to your tank levels. Insight FS also offers convenient contracting or budget billing programs. Don't get left in the cold. Let Insight FS bring the heat. Visit InsightFS.com for a propane expert near you. Come on, you don't want to be in Wisconsin come January. Why don't you join me? I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke, and we're headed for Costa Rica and Panama, January 4th through the 13th. What a great way to start calendar year 2020, and what a great tour to teach us more about the culture, the beauty, and the agriculture in Costa Rica and Panama. We'll fly into San Jose, Costa Rica, for the beginning of our trip, and then investigate agriculture there. That includes coffee production as well as dairy production. Of course, there's a lot of natural beauty we'll enjoy in Costa Rica, including Arenal Volcano National Park and Monteverde Cloud Forest Reserve. Then it's on our way to Panama, where we'll literally go from the Pacific Ocean to the Atlantic Ocean, courtesy of the canal. And we'll also get a chance to visit with the indigenous population just outside of Panama City. Find more at HolidayVacations.com, keyword camp, and view the special online video presentation. Or call 800-826-2266. Visiting yeah. with former Badger Matt Bernstein, um, you know, and then on the other side, Bernie, you know, we talked about this a little bit last week, you know, about having Michigan, you know, coming off the uh, near upset against Army, and you know, w- did you want them right away or the bye week? Uh, you know, on the flip side, Wisconsin's probably going to say, you know, the bye week wasn't bad for us either. I mean, what what's your take on the Wolverines coming in because they've been underwhelming through the last or for the first two weeks of this season. I mean, listen, I, I hate Michigan more than anybody, but, you know, they're coming to a – it's going to be hostile. Hostile. Oh, yeah. Ho- hostile. You nailed it. It's going to be terrible for them. You know, I, I, I know of about it's – like, it's like making the Mecca. Like, everyone's coming back to Camp Randall. Everyone from New York is there. I've been getting a 1,000 text messages. You know, Michigan's coming into a, a, a stadium – that people believe that we are the Big Ten champs right now, and people believe that we can make the playoffs this year. So you're gonna you're gonna talk about like a lot of rowdy rowdy people. Bernie, what sucks? The games at eleven, but yeah, it's whatever. Be nuts. Though. We could party longer at night then, Bernie. So when it comes to like a big game, what's going? Like, I mean, you were in the locker room. You played in huge games. What's going through your mind in the week leading up, the days leading up to a game like this? The days leading up, dude. You don't go to class on Friday. That's for sure. You make sure no one's checking your class. <laughs> um, no, you know, your 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 routine is usually still the same. You just know practice is a little more amped up. The weight room is a little more amped up. You know, doing everything is just a little bit more amped up. You know, and by Thursday, for me, it was get all your stuff done. Make sure all classes, everything. You know, you skip class on Friday, but that's understandable when you're playing a Michigan. 
Um, you know, make sure your body's taken care of. You feel great. You know, and I, I was the 11 o'clock games were brutal because you had to wake up at like 6.30 to like, you know, go eat breakfast, shower, pregame stuff. I hated that. But the excitement of getting on that bus and driving to Camp Randall, going through the arch, these games are, are you'll never feel that fired up again in your entire life. No matter what happens, you never feel like that. Hey, Bernie, let me ask you this, because these first two games have been so overwhelming for Wisconsin. Uh, you know, if you were playing or now covering this team, I mean, can that ever be a bad thing when you go in? Obviously, the level of competition is going to significantly go up this week. I mean, are you worried at all that we haven't even been close to tested? Would you have liked that? Or do you say, no, screw that. You want to just step on teams' throats like they've done. And and that is is a is an absolute positive going into this game on Saturday. I mean, to me, it's an absolute positive. We haven't done that. Wisconsin naturally lets teams that aren't good hang around, and then, like, we beat them in the third quarter, right? So to beat a team starting off right away, beating, 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 not giving up points, <coughs> excuse me, I, I think we've been tested, but also these have been, like, very good scrimmages for us. You know, like, you, I, you tell me, guys, I haven't seen a team blow out two games in a row in Wisconsin in a long time. Well, not not only Wisconsin. I, in the Big Ten, you got to go back like, uh, you know, 70 <laughs> years. And in all of college football, Bernie, you got to go back to the 80s. I mean, this start, back-to-back shutouts with this many points, I mean, they're in, like, historic territory to, to start this season. Right, and you're, they're also doing things I haven't seen a Wisconsin quarterback and Wisconsin offense do since Russell Wilson, which is hit the small, you know, the short slants. You know, and then you look at OBJ run 89 yards against the Jets. That was like a three-yard play. Well, Bert- right, so we're doing – you know what, I'm, I'm just – it's a sour day. Uh, but you know what, they're, they're doing things that I haven't seen. They're running and passing well. They have wide receivers are catching the ball. You know, like we're not having those stupid drops. You know, we're not making terrible penalties. Like we're doing things to be – to win, and I think we're only going to be better this week. Like I'm pumped. If we blow out Michigan, man, I will be on social media all day. <laughs> yeah. Just blowing up. Bernie, what's your biggest game? I mean, outside that Penn State game, what you you were involved in the beating Ohio State on the road, right? They were ranked eighteenth in the country at the time. Beating Purdue, they were ranked fifth, I think, in the country at the time. What was your what's your biggest game memory, your favorite one? My favorite game memory. Like the big well, the I mean, big boy, the big game. You know, well, I mean, you can't. The Penn State game was my. my yeah, I mean, outside of the Penn one. State one, that one's like, that one that goes in Bernie folklore for the end of time, dude. I, I mean, that yeah. I, like I still think about like I was like I'm like wow. I watch that video sometimes. I'm a huge loser, but I would say <laughs> I would. Say okay, go with the Penn State be, one. What's going through your mind though, leading up to that game? No, then you as know you're doing it, I'll tell you what. It, it was the Ohio State in 2003. There. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 5.35 now on a Wednesday morning. Stick around in just a moment. We're visiting with Wisconsin Senator Howard Markline. Some legislation being proposed down at the State House designed to help our Wisconsin dairy industry. How? Well, he's got details. Stick around. I'm Pam Yonke. Now, from Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, 
Here's what's happening on a Wednesday. Of course, today is the 18th day of September. Not a lot of real big notes as far as our history is concerned, but if you've ever been through the small community of Spring Valley, Wisconsin, it's up in northwest Wisconsin. Basically, if you take Highway 29 from Menominee towards River Falls, you'll drive right through it. If you're there, you'll notice that they've got a very big dam that's in the middle of their community. Well, it's because of a flood that took place on this date back in 1942. Days of heavy rain suddenly meant that the downtown community of Spring Valley was 12 to 20 feet deep as far as water was concerned. They had logs and lumber, dislodged buildings, all coursing around in the community. And then more rain came and actually uprooted some folks' entire houses, trying to take them down channel as well. It was a terrible situation that lasted all night and into the next morning, but the amazing thing is nobody died. So the Spring Valley flood in Spring Valley, Wisconsin, happened this date, 1942, and now you know. All right, let's get to some of the food news you're wondering about for a Wednesday morning. So there are bills being advanced down at the State House, all with the goal of trying to help Wisconsin agriculture in different ways. Wisconsin Senator Howard Markline is the chair of the Senate Agriculture Committee. He had a chance to visit with Josh Scramlin yesterday and talk about one bill he's advancing. If you can't get it done on the national scene, can we get it done on the state scene? sure that Wisconsin consumers know when they go to the grocery store, if a product says that it's milk, it's product that's coming from a mammal. That's one of the goals that Markline's got with at least one piece of the legislation he's bringing forward. In the case of milk, they can no longer use the word milk uh, for uh, in describing their, uh, their products. Milk is going to be, that term is going to be reserved for uh, again, something that comes from a mammal, from goats, sheep, and, and our cows. Uh, if they want to call their plant-based product uh, a drink or a beverage, uh, go right ahead. But uh, the word, the term milk is going to be reserved uh, for what you and I consider to be you know, traditional milk that comes uh, off our farms. I'm on the phone right now with State Senator Howard Markline. Senator, you're talking about milk. Talk to me about meat because this... These bills that you're putting forth are defining meat, and it shouldn't be something that we have to define, but uh, in terms of this law, or in terms of what could be a law, uh, what's meat, what is not meat? This bill uh, says basically that it defines meat as the uh, edible part of, of flesh from a, a mammal, a bird, uh, you know, a reptile. And so, you know, I mean, it doesn't, uh, if, if you want to grow your, uh, your, your meat, uh, or not grow your meat, but uh, sell plant-based um, products or sell cultured products, uh, you, can, you can do that, but don't use the word uh, meat, don't use the word burger, uh, sausage, uh, bacon, um, bacon comes from pigs, uh, burgers, you know, come from animals, so uh, it would uh, eliminate the uh, ability for um, those, uh, uh, you know, restaurants and uh, and stores to sell uh, products unless they truly are meat. And this is a bill that is actually uh, our similar legislation is now passed in uh, in 11 states. So we're, you know, it isn't like we're the first ones that are trying to uh, to, to make this change.
Of course. And what does it seem the response from consumers and manufacturers alike have been in those uh, 11 states so far? Well, I think that, you know, the feedback that I um, have heard is that I think almost everybody, including myself, would prefer if the federal government got involved and made some decisions uh, at a federal level so we don't have this patchwork of uh, laws uh, in every state. And, uh, you know, and I I understand that. I get that. So, um, you know, I'm hoping that maybe bills like we have here may provide some impetus for us or uh, for the federal government to, to start enforcing some of the laws that uh, are really are and rules that are already on the books. State Senator Howard Markline on the phone with me right now. Senator, so obviously these products hurt Wisconsin's ag industries, as we'd previously talked about, but it can also be confusing as all get out for the consumer. I, I, I'm thinking right now when I'm at the grocery store and I'm seeing these products next to one another. So if anything, these bills that you're putting forth can really help the consumer, correct? I believe so. You know, there was a study put out uh, that was commissioned by the Wisconsin uh, Cheesemakers Association, Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, and the Edge uh, Dairy Cooperative. And it, uh, they asked 450 consumers their opinions on various uh, products, uh, cheese, cheese-based or, or cheese products. And what's interesting is the level of confusion that there is out there with consumers. Uh, in this study, you know, 48% of the consumers uh, think that plant-based foods that mimic cheese are, in fact, a cheddar or mozzarella cheese, uh, which couldn't be farther from the truth. Uh, they also, about a quarter of the consumers uh, that uh, purchase plant-based foods think that they're uh, low in calories, uh, low in fat, and that they contain no additives. And the reality is that they contain very similar amounts of, of fat and very similar calories, and they have lots of additives uh, put in there. Uh, that's how they get the flavor. So, you know, I, I think that this is something that is going to help our consumers uh, fully understand what's in, um, you know, our natural cheese, our natural products uh, versus some of these uh, imitation um items that are out there on the shelves. Yeah, and it even goes beyond the grocery store. Burger King has the Impossible Whopper. TGI Fridays sells the Beyond Meat Cheeseburger. It, it it gets very, very confusing. So I guess to start to wrap up, what support are you getting from the ag industries here in Wisconsin? Well, we've had very strong support uh, so far from the ag industry, uh, as you might expect. Uh, you know, in the, with the Dairy Business Association, Wisconsin Farm Bureau, uh, the Cheesemakers Association, um, Cattlemen's Association, Pork Association uh, are all incredibly uh, supportive of, of these bills. And I think you're going to see uh, more uh, farm ag-related groups uh, on board as we uh, get further through the uh, legislative process. So I'm excited so far uh, for the uh, support that we've received from the ag industry. And and uh, it just, again, I, I'm, I'm incredibly uh, happy that we can do something here to support our farmers out there that are, are uh, haven't had a, the best of times in the last few years. Again, that was State Senator Howard Markline representing the 17th District of Wisconsin. And for the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin.
The fabulous farm babe Pam Bianchi and her farm crew will be all over World Dairy Expo October 1st through the 5th. The Midwest Farm Report's coverage of the World Dairy Expo is made possible by DeLavelle. DeLavelle develops premium dairy solutions to help farmers achieve top milk quality, maintain herd health, and meet productivity and profit expectations. DeLavelle says we live milk. And ST Genetics, the best way to predict the future is to create it. Visit ST Genetics at World Dairy Expo to talk about elite genetics and strategic partnerships. Tune in to the Midwest Farm Report for the latest from World Dairy Expo. It only comes around once a year, and you can capitalize on it today. Sawdust Days at McFarland's in Sauk City. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here for McFarland's. They're at 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City, just off Highway 12, where everything is all under one roof. And you want to get there now. Listen, there's work to be done before the snow flies, and if you're looking for a steel chainsaw, a husk varna, this is the time to go shopping. I'll tell you what, right now they've got sale prices on trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws from steel and husk varna. You will not see any other time during the year. You buy one steel or Husqvarna chainsaw chain, get the second one for half price. So if you're ready to do work this fall, getting ready for winter, then you need to meet up with my buddies at McFarland's. Again, the deal's on now until October 6th for Sawdust Days. 780 Carolina Street, just off Highway 12. That's where you'll find it all under one roof. My friends at McFarland's. 5.44 on the clock. Let's find out what the markets are talking about on a Wednesday morning. Here's Mark Oppold with our bottom line. Six to ten day weather forecasts are important all through the growing season, but normally they begin to lose their impact this time of year as the crop matures. But of course, this is not a normal year. And those six to ten day weather forecasts taking on a special importance now, especially as we approach the first of October. Right now, Temperatures forecast to be a normal to above normal. First frost dates, though, are approaching in that northern belt. Some of the latest planting dates in history took place. So far, so good for the crops there. But for soybeans, by the way, in the weekly condition update for the 18 major states, Eight states reported worse conditions than a week ago, including Nebraska, Indiana, and Minnesota. This is the Bottom Line Report. Changes are coming to Medicare in 2020, changes that could impact you. Make sure you're educated on all the changes. Call AmeriCo. Toll free, 855-343-9740. 855-343-9740. AmeriCo. African swine fever is an old story, but long leg South Korea reporting its first case this week. Keep an eye on those deferred hog futures. I'm Mark Oppold, wishing you a profitable day. Thank you, Mark. Well, the markets have been fairly quiet rolling into a Wednesday session. December corn up a penny and a quarter, 369 and a quarter. November soybeans up a quarter of a cent at 894. December wheat's up a penny and a quarter at 485 and a half. July new crop up a penny and a quarter, $5 even. As far as dairy was concerned yesterday in Chicago, barrel cheese finished the day down a nickel at 189. 40-pound block cheese down six and three-quarter cents at 217. Double A butter down five and three quarter cents at two fifteen a pound. So obviously we've hit the threshold of what the market's ready to put up with as far as holiday needs for our cheese. October milk down fifteen cents at eighteen eighty four a hundredweight. November milk down thirteen at eighteen oh two a hundredweight. We'll take a quick break. Back with more food news for you on a Wednesday in just a moment. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
you know how many times I've talked to people who say their calendar is held hostage by their kids? Fabulous Farm Baby Pam Yankee here from my buddies at Zimberg Chevrolet Main Street, Sun Prairie. Let me explain what I'm talking about. So the kids are busy in the summer, right? Maybe they've got a job. Maybe they are involved in sports and practice. Or maybe they just want to hang out with their buddies. But the catch is they need you to get them there. Listen, my buddies at Zimberg Chevrolet may have some options to help you out. Talk to my friend Steve Newby, for example. Uh, Have you ever thought about handing your car down to that uh, new driver? You get a new car, your kids get your current ride. Maybe they've got some options for you there. What about leasing a vehicle? Your kids are in a vehicle that will have the latest safety features, and you are off the hook for delivering them to all the places they want to be. Whatever you're looking at, if it's a brand-new Chevy or one of the great used vehicles on the lot in Sun Prairie, my buddies at Zimbrick Chevrolet will match you up with a perfect fit. Zimbrick Chevrolet, Main Street, Sun Prairie. There is no reason to be intimidated by words like gold, diamonds, jewels. No reason at all, especially when you stop into Goodman's Jewelers, 220 State Street, same location they've been at for over 85 years because they haven't been in business that long by intimidating people. They've been in that business by having beautiful pieces at all price points, whether it be an engagement ring, a wedding band, a pendant, maybe even a necklace, birthday, anniversaries, so many different occasions to give such beautiful jewelry that is very affordable. And of course, they've got the bling bling, the shine and diamonds, but they also have a great selection of other exotic gemstones and a lot of the cuts that are super hot these days. They may have that traditional feel, that traditional customer service, but they also have the new modern looks of today. Stop in and take a look at their jewelry case. Talk to the staff. Find out what it is that they have and what it is that they can create. Go online, goodmansjewelers.com. She's like your older sister, but louder. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 5.49 on the clock, and don't forget, tomorrow morning, our man Bryce Knorr, commodity specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, back along with us live via Skype. You know, if you're involved in Wisconsin agriculture, every day is a challenge. You battle the weather. You battle the markets. And lately, you've been battling policy as well. The last thing you really want on your mind is prescription drug prices. Unfortunately, for a lot of folks involved in production agriculture and rural Wisconsin in general, the price on those prescription drugs could be going up. My fellow farm broadcast friend Michael Clements has an update. Research by AARP found the average older American takes 4.5 prescription drugs, typically on a persistent basis, and 72% say they are concerned about finding affordable medications. With one-third of U.S. farmers over the age of 65, AARP Oklahoma State Director Sean Voskel says the impacts are felt more in rural America. This is an issue that affects everyone, from the cities to rural communities Farmers and ranchers are no exception to high prescription drug prices. In fact, it's actually harder for rural residents to find affordable prescription drugs. Rural Americans face access troubles to quality health care and pharmacies that compounds the issue. The Rural Policy Research Institute reports independent rural pharmacies are struggling to survive due to declining rural populations and high prescription costs driving consumers away or elsewhere. Voskel says the skyrocketing cost of prescription drugs is leading more and more Americans to ignore their doctor's orders when it comes to how often and how much of their medicines they should be taking. Some consumers have to consider paying prescription drug costs or other essential needs due to the increases. 
Looking just at the price for the popular diabetes drug, Lantus, it increased by 62% from 2012 to 2017. These increases are a real burden, especially on rural areas with health care and pharmaceutical access challenges. Voskel says AARP has resources available for rural Americans to learn more about high prescription drug prices and what they can do to manage them. Fortunately, there are options to help deal with high prescription drug costs, including potential legislative action in Washington, D.C. AARP has state-by-state resources online at aarp.org and catch our show Thursday night to join the conversation and what your options are. Michael Clements reporting. Thanks, Mike. And you can find out more about that prescription drug situation online, aarp.org. This is National Farm Safety Weekend. We want to focus in again, not just on your physical health, but your mental health as well. Farmers are 60% more likely to commit suicide than the general public. And that's why today a lot of people are focused in on how they can help. Farm suicide rates have been very high since the recession back in the 1980s. But trying to understand what influences those attitudes and trying to make farmers aware of their risk, well, that's still a challenge. Dr. Michael Roseman is a farmer himself and a psychologist at the University of Iowa. Farm people have a much better understanding of stress, what causes pressures on farmers, what are the symptoms of stress, uh, and they're more able to talk about these matters openly than they did in the 1980s. The new efforts to create a national network for agricultural behavioral health will probably help improve our coping with stress and psychological problems. That's Dr. Michael Roseman from the University of Iowa, a farmer himself and also a psychologist. He says the Farm Bill had funding in it for the establishment of regional farm stress centers around the country, trying to help local communities figure out different programs, different ways to help farmers deal with this stress. There's also companies that are involved like Bayer and FCMA that are trying to put together programs to help their customers. But he said it's still important that farmers pay attention to themselves and try to do what they can to stay healthy, be aware of the stress, and be willing to talk about that stress. Uh, The amount of stress is probably uh, going to continue uh, in agriculture, and as far as we know, both uh, uncertainty and threats to losing our land and other assets needed to farm. Those will be major stressors into the future, it appears. I do see more openness among farmers to share their personal dilemmas with other people that they can trust. And I believe that is a strength of farmers to say, I need some help, and to admit that, uh, that to me is a sign of strength, not a sign of weakness. Again, that's Dr. Michael Roseman. He is a psychologist at the University of Iowa. He is also himself. And I never want you to forget, there is help available right here in the state of Wisconsin. Granted, uh, they're always looking for more funds, but they do have staff on hand. The Wisconsin Farm Center hotline is available 24 hours a day, but it is staffed from 745 to 430 in the afternoon, Monday through Friday. The number, 800-942-2474. Write it down. Share it with somebody if they need it. 800-942-2474. You can also go to the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection website.